every freaking second of the day, I'm going to do it. Everybody wants to be mother freaking wealthy. Are you willing to adapt? Are you willing to change? How uncomfortable are you willing to get? How willing are you going to be to allow me to help you? This is a marathon, not a sprint. You give up your right to be average and ordinary. You gotta show up earlier, you gotta be here later, you gotta hit harder, be more productive, be more focused. If you don't see it that way, you will fail at it. You guys have been the pillar and the backbone of Planet First Life now for quite some time. Keep growing. Good morning, everyone. Andrew Taylor here. I have the pleasure of interviewing Sean Mike today for the Saturday morning Q&A. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Sorry, the, Andrew, I wasn't ready yet. For those who don't know, Sean Mike founded Family First Life eight years ago. How many people do you think have gotten life insurance from FFL? Just a guess. It's weird that you asked me that, because if you had asked me a week ago, I'd have been like, I really don't have an idea. I would have thrown you out a complete guess. But it looks like last year, based on the, based on the amount of apps that were issued per week, it looks like that number was somewhere in the ballpark of 550 to 600,000 people. So take that number. We weren't doing that that much every, every year. year. We got that. But if we did, you know, 100,000 the first year, you know, now you start taking years one through six and say that was 1.7 million. You know, it's millions, millions. three, four million, millions. And, and this then, year, we actually think we're going to be well over a million policies placed for clients by the agents that work with us. And just from me going out and helping people, I get calls probably once a month of some somebody's family going, hey, uh, you helped my dad yeah. or my mom, and mm-hmm. we, need, we need to file a claim. Correct. Like something um, happened. So I love what we do. I didn't know when it started how important it was, but I love seeing the impact that we're having on all of these people. Um, today's question is, and this is coming from something that I learned it is can it be can it be expensive if you're going to be cheap can it be expensive if you're going to be cheap um here's what I'll tell you Andrew if you would ask me the number one thing we've done as a company <clears throat> that's allowed us to have the success we've had and I will tell you that we've been more selfless with our money I don't do cheap at all you know we were about 4 months into the business and there was two guys and we were flying from Connecticut to a meeting I don't even know where we're going they're not with us anymore. And I, the guy came and got our bags from the curb. It's cold. And he's probably in his 60s. And I gave him a $100 bill, right? Tipped him, okay? We walk inside the airport, go through security. And he says to me, uh, one of the guys says, man, I really can't wait <clears throat> to be able to do that. Which he didn't mean it, but he was saying it because he thought I wanted to hear it. And I said, well, how much money do you have in the bank right now? And he said, what do you mean? I said, how much money do you have personally access to? What's your liquidity as of today? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, you definitely know. You're not, you're not a billionaire. You're not like we're, I'm asking you, how much? He's about five, 6000 I said, okay, you don't want to know how much I have in the bank? After I just gave him $100, like that wasn't in the bank. I have $400 in my name. I said, the problem for you is you're always going to be cheap. Because it's just cheap. I knew him. And cheap in general. Um, when you look at the company, I'm not going to disparage anybody. That'd be weird. But the people that have grown the fastest are literally the antithesis of being cheap. So it's cost a lot of people here a lot of money, ironically. So they're trying to save the the little bit, right? Trying to save a little bit. 
and ends up costing them everything Millions. financially. And here's why. Um, at the end of the day, you won't be rewarded for being scared. You won't. You, you, there'll be no reward. Um, also, the money that you spend on your business goes to helping somebody in some way. Whether it's you're helping somebody with leads, you're helping the families by buying more leads, you're investing in office space because you know it helps the agents, you're investing in marketing for the agents, you know, you meet a guy like Factory Fresh and you're like, man, he's really good, but he has a really high paying job, but it'll really benefit the company, let me hire him. Like there's so many different things that we do and there's a lot of people that, see, I never, Andrew, when people would say to me, you know, well, I got to run the numbers first. I never did that. My deal was, does it make sense for the company? Yes, it does. And I'll figure the money out. I mean, it wasn't ridiculous. We didn't go ahead and get a space in Manhattan on Fifth Avenue that was, you know, $186,000 a month. I'm not, but I'm talking about things that the company needed and required. Matter of fact, one of the things we did was our, the best decision I've made in business is partner with Integrity. We didn't make that decision for any other reason other than we needed the capital to grow the company. I had to give up a lot to do that deal. But it was the right thing to do for everybody that worked here. We were at a point where we could only grow so much because we don't, we're not structured that way. You know, if guys want to pay you no comp, they're going to make really good money. Good for them. I mean, not good for you. Definitely not good for you, but good for them. So, Andrew, every time I look at this business, and again, I'm not going to preach to anybody. Please don't take this the wrong way. But it's... You know, I heard a, I had a guy, I've had a few real business mentors. They've done very well in business. They, they were always independent people. And each one of them said to me, you can't out, you can't out give God. And that's not just making a donation to something. If Andrew Taylor joins me and I recruit him and Andrew's in a tough spot, Andrew's went through some stuff in life. He's not in a great position financially. And I help him without keeping score, without going, what do I get back in 37 seconds? If I help you, that's the right thing to do. That will come back and benefit the person doing it because why would it not? And about whatever you believe in, whatever you don't believe in, I'm just telling you, call it what you want, that's your business. I'm just telling you that the amount of money, like I could give you three or four different businesses right now, I can think of my mind here, that had they been more selfless, like there were people racing to have X amount of dollars in the bank mm -hmm. while y'all were building a business. Yeah. And they just couldn't, they'd watch their like, oh my God, I have this much now. And then this week, and the next month I have this. And, and I'm not, let, do what you want to do, but they were starving their business, literally starving their business. The reason that we grew so fast is we fed the machine. We fed the business. We took everything and put it back in, everything, put it back in. And then again, we knew the concept was going to work because our strategy was different than most businesses. It's funny because the people that do that hated it when it was done to them as an employee. Everybody's had a, has a story of where they worked and they didn't like what they made. Mm -hmm. I worked and delivered packages. I saw how much the stock traded for, and I could barely make enough money to pay my bills. I was, you know, roofing houses, pouring concrete, was doing whatever you need me to do, and I was watching how much money everybody was making but me. And then why, when I became a business owner, would I repeat that? And I left, and we didn't like those jobs. You talk about your buddies in construction that are negative, because why would you not be? You're watching other people do well, and you're not one of them. And you're not going to do well, meaning like you only get so far that you're going to keep hitting the top because it's got to go through so many different hands. I mean, the, the concept, nobody can explain this to me to this day because I've asked. And I did it for a while, by the way. I was like, that's an easy job. Why would I need a general contractor? Like nobody can explain it to me because you're like, well, I need it. Why, for what? 
I know. Why you, do you? You don't need it. There's no, there's no need. I'm not being mean. There's no need for it. I mean, it doesn't mean people don't pay it. You're, you're the roofer. You pour the concrete. You, I don't, what, why do I all of a sudden got to give you more money? to? Why aren't these guys, can't they do their own business? I don't, why is that? That's not that complicated. You have building permits where the town doesn't let you do anything wrong. It has to be approved and inspected. Mm. So that's kind of your overseer right there. Each town requires that. So I, why do I need to, and I could never understand why I was getting less so he could get paid. And you show up like once every two weeks. And a real nice truck and, you know, look at the work. And I don't even think he could do the work, some of them. So, now, and by the way, I was like, I'm going to do that then. If they're doing that, I was working. I did a lot of the work myself. I was hands-on. And I think a lot of people, and I paid the people really well. You know, I had a, I had a guy I used to be in business with. And we were, uh, I was getting out of the real estate business. And there were two, there were two properties we were looking at, you know. And I knew that he would starve the project. I knew it because that's what he did every time. Was, How much can he keep? I just knew it. And I was like, pick one. And he's like, well, which one do you want? I'm like, I'm asking you, bud. We're, we're, part, we're disbanding this partnership. Pick one. And he picks one. Now, me, I immediately went in, got everything done, funded it, paid people. Well, I didn't nickel and dime everybody. He nickel and dimed every single person he came in contact with. I got mine done in three and a half months, sold it a week after it was done. Did well. Life is good. Took him 15 months to get his done. Couldn't get out of his own way. Market turned on him quite a bit. It was just but that it cost him money. It, he lost a lot of money in the project. And then it ironically, it was like, well, it's your fault. I'm like, hey, that's why you ain't any good. You're unaccountable. How is it my fault? I let you pick between the two. I didn't tell you what to do. That's why we couldn't be in business together because you wanted to rob everybody blind. I didn't. I thought, you know, I, that's Arthur Blank Home Depot thing made money to me. I don't think he was a greedy man when he built that company. I think he understood the concept of, you know, let's sell a screwdriver for 79 cents instead of $5.20. And if it took us, if we got it for 58 cents, like, okay, we'll sell a lot of them then. And then we'll teach people to do their own work so the contractors have to come in here and, like, let's give you contractor prices. Remember that? They used to have contractor and, and then people would go, like, where are the contractor? You're too young. But when they launched these things, the, the guys I work with, the contractors want to know where, where's the contractor window? Like they would get a better deal. Well, you can pick up over here. You can have a, your own account, but you're still paying the same as everybody else. Why would we screw everybody else over who's not doing their own work? So for me, Andrew, when you look at this business, now what could you spend money on? I spend every single dollar the first four years. Every dollar. If it came in, it went out. I, paid my, I didn't even pay myself. Sorry. I paid my bills and I put everything else back in the business. That was it, okay? Eventually, I knew we'd start making some money, but we were never, in that four years, we raised comp. What if we hadn't done We went out of our way and raised comp when we weren't making any real money. But we raised it. Why did we raise it? It was the right thing to do. See, when you start doing things for people that you don't have to do, see, a lot of men and women want to build a big business, but they only want to do what they have to do. Like, they're obligated to do these three things, so they'll do them. What if you just went ahead and do the things you don't have to be obligated? Had I not moved comp to 145, Andrew, were you going to quit? Did you even know we could move it to 140? I mean, nobody was even at like 110 or 115. We're at 140. And we're like, you know what? Hey, we've had some things we've negotiated. We have the ability to give out a 145. Let's do it. Yeah. And, and, and so the sad thing for me, Andrew, in this business is a lot of what's happening is not the – a lot of people are working at it. A lot of people are smart. A lot of people can connect with folks, help families, but they're just, 
And that, do you know where that comes from, right? Like, like think about this whole deal, right? Like, think about how comical it is to spend your time walking through a store looking at what's for sale. Because all they do is it's just to play in numbers anyway, right? When they flip, move price up, down. Like, when you are raised without any entrepreneurial real training or any real life experience, that's what we do when we're broke. It's a badge of honor to not spend any money. It's a, well, by the way, because we don't have any. It's not like we're, we don't have any money. It's a badge of honor to go cut coupons out or go, I mean, in America, as an adult, there are people that literally wait until the day after Thanksgiving to go shopping. And before cyber, they would sit outside for five hours in line, like to save. I live in the state of Florida. I think the easy pass cost about nothing. Okay. I drive all the time in 95 and people literally sit in traffic and, what is and are not in the easy pass. Nothing. One thing I did. Nothing. When I first started, there's two things I could think of. One was I would take like crazy flights, like red eyes, because it would save $50. And then I'd miss like two days of production because I'd be totally thrown off. The other thing is hotels. I would want to save money on a hotel and I would stay in a place where I didn't get any sleep. <laughs> I wouldn't. I know. but I did it when we had no, but, but, but the crazy thing to me is... I had a guy tell me one day, if you want to start making money, start thinking and acting like people that make money. And I remember when I, when I, when I moved from where I was, because I had no choice. I couldn't move for four years. But I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, why in the world? I knew that if I worked hard, I would, I'd get it. So if I gave the guy 100 bucks thing, if I bought him a ticket, I started flying first class real early. Because you know what? I got more accomplished. I got on a plane faster. I got off faster. I was in a better mood by the way I was treated. And you made more money. I made more money. And every time I've done that, so, and and I've said this a lot, and I'm not, please don't, I'm not saying to make you laugh, or if I make you upset, fine, because maybe you are, but cheap is ugly. Like, who, like, I mean, I have some people I care deeply about that work at the company. They're such, they're so cheap. They're, like, so excited not to pay for anything. Like, when we were, ever let you pay for my dinner? No. I've tried. I know. I'll tackle the credit card. Like, I don't play. And I feel like I'm obligated to do that for you. I'm not saying I am, but I feel like I am. Whether you're making more money than me or not, I'm like, you work here. It's an honor to be in business. Can you imagine working with people? I used to work at a company. They told me I had to pick up the check for the guy that was in charge. And I was like, he's got like three Ferraris and a bunch of houses and a jet. I had to buy his dinner. Like, yo, somebody do the math on that for me. Cause nobody can explain to me. I was explain to me how that makes any sense. And what I realized was that these people genuinely didn't care about my well being. And I think that's when I finally started going like, okay, this is just a money grab in every way, shape and form. And for me to idolize other human beings, I'm out, you know? So Andrew, I can't quantify what it costs people when they do this, but what if we had done it at Family First Life? What if we had said, you know what? Conventions are millions of dollars. We said we're not going to charge. We're going to charge now. You know what? We're going to charge now. 
We're going to do that. You know the first three or four conventions, we were paying credit card bills off for months after convention. We didn't charge anybody to go. Nobody paid a dollar. Nothing. We didn't sell merch there. We didn't try to make money in any other way. <clears throat> you just went. We provided training. <clears throat> I paid for all the staff to go. Paid for the stage and the lighting, all the AV, guest speakers. We paid all, every dollar of it. And I think that, but that's been rewarded. And it's also for the people that work with us, I think that's when people want to work with people, right? So, like, let's say Tom hires me. You know, Tom's always the name I use, right? Tom hires me. If we get a really good guy named, we probably have a bunch of good people. We, anybody, like, becomes board member and Tom to stop being Tom, right? Um, and, and I watch him. And he never does anything for me he doesn't have to do. He's going to have a hard time building a business. Because I'm probably not going to follow him. What would you follow? Fearless, selfless, humble. You know, so Andrew, I can't quantify it. And I think, let's talk about you. How uncomfortable was it when I said, hey, dude, you make too much spread? Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and, but that's how we were all raised. But I'm I here, learned to be comfortable. Oh, you got comfortable. And it wasn't greedy. You just didn't think it would work. Yeah. You thought, <clears throat> because all you knew. Well, and I was thinking about how much money I would miss out on in the current moment. Yeah. You know? See, I think that's the point. I never did. My idea was if I keep busting my ass and I keep doing the right thing by people, how is it not going to work out? How is that ever not going to work out? If I, if I do that, how is that not going to work out? It will work out, right? And it has. And that's all we keep doing. If you'd seen some of the things we've done, purchased, money we put into stuff, you'd be blown away. But, you know, we just worked, we just recruited a guy that works with us now and what he said the other day is like, man, you guys just came in and did stuff that nobody else would do for me. Yeah. Yeah. He said we when everyone else was. We see the value. When everyone else was, was. was Running for the hills or. You guys helped me. Like, let's do it, dude. So it's, it's, it comes out of my, my pocket. Fine. Let's do it. Let's figure it out. And I think that is also our obligation. I think one of the things is we don't know what people are going through. You know your own situation. Okay, maybe they did whatever. Maybe they have maybe they have money, maybe they don't. But I think for a lot of us, you know, when I was young, I thought rich people got rich because they were shrewd, smart, and worked hard. And as I got older to meet people, I realized that people did really well and became wealthy. The wealthy is better, right? Became wealthy because they genuinely cared about other people. They had a good business model. They were servant leaders. And genuinely looked out for everybody around them. That's why they had so much success. And I just, it really got me to realize that, you know, we're doing the right thing here. So I couldn't tell you how much it costs people, Andrew. But I can tell you if you go through the people as they grow their businesses, the integrity partners or people that are helping thousands of families a month, look at the things they do for other people and you'll be blown away. I get stories. I give you a hundred stories. People like, man, he did that for me. She did that for me. They did that for me when they didn't have to. That's awesome. Thank you for coming in. Got it, man. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for having me, bud.